It's the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is August 19th, 2018. Today's readings come from Proverbs, chapter 9, verses 1 through 6, as well as Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 15 through 20. The Gospel proclamation comes from John, chapter 6, verses 51 through 58. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. In the following reading from the Book of Wisdom, Lady Wisdom, begotten by God and helper at creation, promises to feed us with insight and knowledge. For Christians, her banquet foreshadows the gift of Eucharist. A reading from the book of Proverbs. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her animals. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servant girls. She calls from the highest places in the town. You that are simple, turn in here. To those without sense, she says, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Lay aside immaturity and live and walk in the way of insight. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In today's passage from the letter to the Ephesians, St. Paul warns us to stay away from drunken debauchery and to allow ourselves to be filled with the Spirit. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, be careful how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery but be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making music to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks 
to God the Father at all times and for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I remain in them. It's been a rough week if you're a Catholic living in Pennsylvania. What with the grand jury report and the information that has been spewed to the press. It's been a rough week. Every time I wanted to sit down with the Word of God, I would be distracted. I'm angry, hurt, embarrassed, ashamed, upset with the priest's who perpetrated these crimes and with the hierarchy that had enabled them to continue. Father Dick Baker called me yesterday and he says, Charlie, are you you going to talk about the grand jury stuff or are you going to preach the scriptures? And I said, Dick, I'm going to try to do both. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I remain in them. Think about that. 
As I hear the stories of these priests who have been accused, what I can't understand, what I can't get into my mind, how can these guys who shared the Eucharist, who who shared the body and blood of Christ with people, how could they not see the body of Christ in these kids that they abused? How could you do that? How could you not recognize Christ and the children that they used and abused for their own pleasure? How could they not understand that as members of the church, as priests in the church, they were accountable to be Christ the teacher, Christ the servant. If you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, you remain in me and I remain in you. How could this happen? Father Baker said that one of the things that he's learned in discussing this situation with some priests in his order who have been accused, (laughs) they actually think that what they did with those kids was loving them. Christ never used anybody for pleasure. Christ never hurt anybody. I don't understand. I can't get my head around how they would think that this sexual abuse was love. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I remain in them. Got some reaction this week, (laughs) two instances. One, a phone call from one of our parishioners who just called to tell me that she loved me. Wow, did that come at a good time. I so much needed to hear that. I'm with you. I care about you. I'm behind you. And then I got an anonymous letter, and I really hate anonymous letters. I usually just throw them away. But this one was a call for me to recognize that people are hurting and a call for me to be a gentle shepherd. What else would I do? What else would I do if he remains in me and I remain in him? It strikes me that there are people who are so angry that they're going to leave the church. They're going to use this as a reason to stop coming to church and sharing the Eucharist. What good does that do? 
if it is Christ who we share in the Eucharist, how else can we live? If we really believe that it's his flesh and his blood and he remains in us, how can we decide not to come, not to share in that with the community? Don't we risk the fire of God's love going out within us? As I struggle with the reality that there were priests who in spite of the fact that they shared Eucharist with the community were able to do this kind of terrible thing to kids. It's almost as bad, not quite, that there would be people who would choose not to share the Eucharist, refuse, refuse to even consider forgiving. And I know that forgiveness isn't instantaneous. It doesn't happen all at once. It's a process. I know all that. But to refuse to come to the Lord's table is to starve ourselves so that we can't forgive. We can't allow Christ to remain in us, moving us to forgive. I battled with this all week. I just struggled with it. And then I remembered that the woman who was my spiritual director on retreat a few weeks ago she talked about the things that bother me and disturb me and, and hurt me. And she said, Charlie, you got to take that to prayer. She was right. I needed to take this confusion, this hurt, this anger to prayer. And so I did. You ain't going to like what God said to me in prayer. Some of you will get really upset. What I heard the Lord saying to me in prayer when I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I don't know how to handle this. I distinctly heard the voice of God saying, detest the sin. Forgive the sinner. That's what I got. Detest the sin, forgive the sinner. If we eat his flesh and drink his blood, he remains in us, empowering us, enabling us to detest the sin, but to forgive the sinner. Instantaneously, I know better than that, and so do you, but it's a process that will take time for the healing, for the healing. When I was confused by how those guys could share the Eucharist and then abuse kids, it struck me that maybe they didn't take to heart what the Eucharist really is. I don't know if you've noticed this. On the doors of the church, when you leave, 
there's always a little poster, a little sign with a four-word saying, maybe five words. Someone told me that that's how advertisers do it, real simple slogans that we can take with us. Today's poster on the door. Think about what we've done. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I remain in them. Detest the sin, forgive the sinner. Think about what we've done. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.